Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content... You have to trust it. Introducing Watson X Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This is Racing Lines. VEASAN's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. Welcome into another episode of Racing Lines. Wes Reynolds, Mikhail Miranda here with you to preview the Hungarian Grand Prix at the Hungaro Ring. This is round 13 of 22 races on the 2022 Formula One World Championship calendar. So we will preview here going into Hungary, getting into the second half of the season well underway. Back-to-back races, we were at the French Grand Prix last week where Max Verstappen gets back in the winner's circle, extends his point lead now to 63 points and got the full 25 points for first place because the guy that was chasing him, Charles Leclerc, ends up with zero points because he had to retire from the race with a single car incident. So now Charles Leclerc, 63 points back of Max Verstappen. Uh, Mikhail, get us up to speed on what we saw last week in France. I think what we saw, the only word that I can describe the race was disappointment. Come on, Charles, you're better than that. I was so sad. No! as Charles Leclerc screamed on the radio last yeah, week. Yeah, when, when I heard the message, I'm like, wait, wait, he's saying throttle. Please don't be the same thing. Don't have a stuck throttle. You should have gone in. And then it's like, nope, he got stuck uh, in reverse. So you cannot reverse the car out of the barriers and lost. And post-race, Charles Leclerc goes and says, yeah, if we lose the championship by 32 points, I know where it was. It was all my mistake. I don't deserve to be world champion. So... Uh, that's a little nice to see that Charles is taking this on very, very critically on himself. Uh, so that's nice to see. Second of all, I think what we really need to talk about is Carlos Sainz's run through the field from the back of the grid uh, due to taking some engine penalties and everything going forward. It was very, very nice to see that uh, second drivers at Ferrari is doing very, very well. Uh, Thing to note that second driver at Red Bull, Sergio Perez, is not doing that well. So we need to go and see what is going on with the car. Uh, are Red Bull doing the same mistake that they have done previously, where they're building and upgrading the car around Max Verstappen and hanging the second driver out to dry? Uh, another thing, Alpine, really, really strong a weekend for them. Uh, 
the upgrades are working so much better than McLaren's. Apparently, McLaren did bring in upgrades when they said they were halting upgrades on their car on the MCL 36. Uh, mixed messages coming through from the team. And uh, Sebastian Vettel, uh, we saw just as he exited the last corner onto the start-finish straight on the last lap, uh, his close contact with his teammate Lance Stroll, but chose to bolt uh, going and taking that line and taking the position due to the fact that his feature in F1 is under question. Will he be with Aston Martin next year? Will he be with another team? Uh, and he knows that if you can't get a seat at another team, he has to be there at Aston Martin, so he's going to be very, very cool with what he does. And last, this is very, very sad news. going to have some sad music right now. Yeah. Uh, Paul Ricard might not return next year uh, as F1 looks to see further opportunities. We've heard of talks in Germany. We've heard of talks in South Africa. So uh, I think uh, we might be saying goodbye to Paul Ricard as their contract ended this year. And uh, let's go ahead uh, and actually update that race. The last race that might be on the circuit, Paul Ricard, as Mikhail was mentioning, will run down the top 10, all the points classification. Max Verstappen wins the race. Mercedes 2-3, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Sergio Perez in fourth. Carlos Sainz picks up the extra bonus point for fastest lap of the race. As Mikhail mentioned, that run the field 19 to fifth so a nice finish for the other ferrari uh the the uh main ferrari charles leclerc couldn't say the same fernando alonso six lando norris seven esteban ocon eighth daniel ricardo in ninth and lance stroll picks up a point that one point for the aston martin finishing in 10th place uh we move on from the french grand prix but before we do that, we do actually have breaking news that broke earlier this morning, Mikhail, and it involves our championship and our constructors leader actually in that championship, that being Red Bull. And we've been mentioning over the last couple episodes that Porsche trying to get back into Formula One, it looks like they might have found a path back into the circuit. Yeah, so original legal documents were released today saying that Porsche actually wanted to buy 50% of the Red Bull Oracle racing team uh, for to get their way into F1. As we know, that is the easiest way to get in. The hard way, Mario Andretti and Michael Andretti are finding out that to make a team on the grid, they have to go through a whole bunch of legal stuff with the FIA. So there's a lot of things going on. But yes, yeah, so they want to buy 50%. Now, this is crucial because we have heard rumors that Porsche has been helping Red Bull build their powertrain de department uh, back in their factories. So we do know that the engines this year, even though are sort of supplied by Honda Racing Corporation, that it is branded as the Red Bull power unit. So seeing Porsche come in and take the leads of this is going to be very interesting, especially that we're going to maybe see Audi come in as well for 2026. Uh, but yeah, the 50% buying, that's that's a huge buying of the Red Bull team. Uh, and what it could say is uh, undetermined, but I think they're going to be working more on the electrical side because their energy store is sort of where Porsche used to dominate in Formula E, where they have Sergio Sata Camera uh, racing for them and other teammates as well. So they've been doing very well in Formula E, but in Formula 1, I think they're going to bring the technology that they have learned about in Formula E to Formula One, I think we can see a huge change in Red Bull trains coming forward in the next couple of years, especially with the buy from Porsche.
And speaking of Red Bull, they are currently number one in the Constructors' Championship, 396, 82 ahead of Ferrari. And really the big difference, not only Max Verstappen winning races, but the fact that Red Bull is finishing races. Only three DNFs combined between Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Meanwhile, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz for Ferrari have seven DNFs combined. And you can see right now 314 points plus 350 to win the championship. Mercedes staying in third where they pretty much been all season 270 points 12 to 1 so we'll also run down the driver standings we mentioned max verstappen 233 63 ahead of charles leclerc verstappen by the way minus seven dollars leclerc plus 450 sergio perez in third at 163 he is 80 to 1 to win the championship carlos signs 144 he's 100 to 1 and then the two mercedes in fifth and sixth where they've been all year russell at 143 lewis hamilton 127 50 to 1 on russell 16 to 1 on lewis hamilton and so that is where we currently stand on the driver's standings. Uh, Charles Leclerc and Ferrari very much a missed opportunity last week in France. But we'll see if they can get it right as we go to the Hungaro ring. Wes, sorry, sorry. Right before we go to our break, I just have one question for you. Lewis Hamilton is right now sixth in the driver's championship. And he is 16 to 1 to win the world championship. And uh, George Russell is above him in fifth with quite a good lead. And 50 to 1. Is this is this something going on that the bookmakers know that we don't know? Do you think that's what's happening over here? Because this is very, very intriguing to me to see that uh, bookmakers still think that Lewis Hamilton can win the championship uh, with a much uh, shorter odds. I think it should be close to about maybe 60 to 1, not 16. But what do you think here, Wes? What's going on over here? I need to know. Well... I think a lot of it is because Lewis Hamilton is the proven commodity and has won several world championships. So you will have casual betters that will take a shot. And that's why I think it's being priced in. And look, this is a uh, Formula One is becoming, you know, getting a bigger audience, I think, in terms of the television ratings and whatnot. So you have a lot of people that are now betting this sport that are very new to the sport. So I don't disagree with your assessment because, look, th those two Mercedes have been fifth and sixth pretty much all season long. So, you know, it, it's basically on name, I think, is why Lewis Hamilton has shorter odds than there's George Russell and even the guys in third and fourth ahead of him. So uh, we'll see how that materializes. But at this point, it still looks like a two manufacturer race with Red Bull and Ferrari. And we'll see if that continues next week as we go to the Hungaro ring for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Catch us here on the other side. This is Racing Lines on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumber5Casino.com. High Five Casino. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Racing Lines, Vsin's Formula One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is Wes Reynolds. Back here on Racing Lines, Wes Reynolds, Mikhail Miranda. We are previewing the Hungarian Grand Prix at the Hungaro Ring. And by the way, don't forget you could tweet at us at Vsin Live at Mikhail A. Miranda, and that's M I K H A I L A. Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, and then I'm at Wes Reynolds 1, and go ahead and use the hashtag on the Twitter machine, Racing Line. So, Mikhail, we're going to get into the Hungaro Ring, the Hungarian Grand Prix, and if you're looking for kind of a little bit of a comparison, I think, in terms of the circuit that we're getting at the Hungaro Ring, not a lot of straightaways here, so it's, it's you know, kind of somewhat similar to Monaco, I would say. Not a lot of overtaking zones. A lot of different turns. This is going to be a 70-lap race. Uh, So the downforce, I think the package is going to be similar at Monaco. I know you kind of referred to it as Monaco without walls. Uh, Do you see maybe some more overtaking opportunities, though, here at the Hungaro Ring than we get at Monaco? I do, because uh, as we said, as you mentioned, it's Monaco without walls. So you do have a lot of runoff. We saw... So many overtakes happened back last year with the craziness that happened in lap one, you know, with Valtteri Bottas locking up, hitting Lando Norris, taking out uh, Max Verstappen, and Max Verstappen overtaking Mick Schumacher with half a car. That was really awesome to see. Also, did it not remind you of the 06 Grand Prix in Indianapolis? I I just lose Hamilton on the grid on the restart. Uh, I was getting flashbacks of that. So it's very interesting to see. But yes, uh, overtaking... uh, there's much of a bigger possibility happening over here than at Monaco, just because Monaco is very tight, very technical. You can't get anything wrong. But here, it is tight, it is technical, but you can get a little bit off. You can sort of take the runoff track if you make a mistake. Your car does not end up in the wall. Whereas in Monaco, you could end up in the hospital and not the wall. You could, there's a lot going on over there. So uh, I do think that we'll see some overtaking, especially with how fast the cars are these years and how close they're racing. Yes, we did see uh, Red Bull and Ferrari just run away with the lead, but I think we can see some overtaking come in for this race. Uh, But most important, like Monaco, track position on qualifying day on Saturday is very, very important here. It's paramount because if you don't get that, then you probably don't have a good chance. So teams now have to evaluate themselves. Are they looking for one lap pace or are they looking for a good uh, finish on the race day? Uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. I think Ferrari are well equipped for one lap pace in qualifying. But we know Red Bull have race pace and not qualifying pace. Uh, But who knows? Something could change. They could drop a bag on us. And we will see Ferrari having good race pace and Red Bull taking more on the qualifying pace. So it's very interesting to see what could happen here. 
Yeah, last year's Hungarian Grand Prix, by the way, brought us a surprise winner and a first-time winner. That was Esteban Ocon, the Frenchman that went ahead and got it done. He was on the eighth grid position to start the race. You very rarely see that in, in Formula One Grand Prix racing, where somebody comes from that far back to go ahead and win the race, but he certainly got it done. Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz were the uh, finishers of the podium. It was Sebastian Vettel, actually, that was disqualified for a fuel issue, I believe. Uh, uh, they were unable to extract sufficient fuel from his Aston Martin last year. So initially, he was going to be on the podium, and that's what promoted Hamilton to second and Carlos Sainz to third. So let's run down the odds here. By the way, we'll start with the defending champion, Esteban Ocon. He, of course, is a big long shot again at 300 to 1. So uh, we'll see if he can go ahead and duplicate that. He is currently eighth in the points with 56 points uh but is a long shot for a good reason uh Alpine has only well, Alpine Renault I should say has only won one race and that was the race that they did win last year so uh Ocon though if you want to go top three 35 to one top six 30 or th th three to one rather plus 300 I should say minus 175 for top 10 but when we go to the top of the board Charles Leclerc at plus 130 Max Verstappen at plus 150 Carlos Sainz plus 550 Lewis Hamilton 12 to one Sergio Perez 13 to one George Russell 25 to one and then you start to get into the longer shots Fernando Alonso at 200 along with Lando Norris Daniel Ricardo 300 Ocon 300 and then everybody on the grid is about 500 to one or more so so just looking at that, uh, you know, it's it's the usual it's the usual suspects, I think, here. But as you mentioned, this could get this could get a little wacky. It certainly did last year. We'll see if it goes ahead and, and uh, goes true to form, Mikhail. But uh, let's go ahead and, and get what you like this week in terms of uh, what is standing out to you. Now, as we record this, by the way, just to let the audience know, this is recorded on Wednesday afternoon. So we don't have any any practice data. That'll be on Friday. And then Saturday, you go to Q1, Q2 and Q3. And Sunday morning, of course, is race morning. So these prices are going to have some variance from what we see based on the results that we get over the weekend. But Macau, what's standing out to you, at least early on here in the week in Hungary? So the thing that's standing out to me is something that's happened for second time in a row since the start of the season. Max Verstappen at plus money to finish the race. Now, I don't know if you guys know if you watch Formula One as rigorously as I do and as religiously as I do, but... Max Verstappen plus money, I'm taking that any day, every day, because Max is really, really good. Yes, I know Charles has got that uh, race craft, but knowing that he can make silly mistakes on his own with no pressure, just from himself, I think I'm going to stick with Max Verstappen here. So uh, DK has them at plus 150 for Max Verstappen to win the race. I got him at plus 120. I, I love that number. still in pretty good range. And I will take, as I said, plus money on Max Verstappen any day. Uh, the next that I have is Fernando Alonso. Now, we know Alpine have been really good this season, especially with Fernando Alonso going up toe-to-toe -to -toe with Max Verstappen at times. Uh, so I'm taking him in the top six. I got him at minus 130. And I do believe that DraftKings has him at plus 110. So if you do see plus money for a top six with uh, Fernando Alonso, I think you should take it. He's doing pretty well. And if you don't like the uh, top uh, top six, maybe look at the top ten. The points finish, it's pretty good. Um, 
I have Lando Norris as well, top six, because Lando sometimes creeps in, sometimes he does not. But I think this is a very good chance for him to get into the points, especially into the top six. So I got him at plus 115. And then again, I know a lot of people are saying to fade Mick Schumacher from getting into the points because it's has has to really develop their cars, the money shortages and everything. But I still think Mick is a very, very good driver. So I would take Mick Schumacher in the points at plus 175. That's what I got him at. Uh, but if you see Mick Schumacher, he's right now at plus 225 to be in the points with DK. So shop around for your numbers because you might get better numbers uh, than me that I've got over here in Las Vegas. Uh, so I think those are my picks and I will be looking maybe at Kevin Magnussen or any of the Mercedes drivers for a podium finish because we know Lewis Hamilton has set the lap record here in the Hungara ring back in 2020. So uh, this track might suit him a bit more. And also Daniel Ricciardo has one year and been on the podium multiple times. So take a look at Daniel Ricciardo. I know a lot of people are saying he hasn't been doing that well. But you're not looking for him in top six or in the podium finishes. You're looking at him for a nice good points finish. And I think he's going to be a good plus money. But right now he's at minus 125. So shop around and see what you get for Daniel Ricciardo as well. But my best are, again, Max Verstappen, outright win at plus 120. Fernando Alonso, top six, minus 130. Landon Norris, top six, plus 115. Mick Schumacher, points finish, plus 175. That's my bets. So, Wes, what do you have for this race? Yeah, it's kind of interesting how you want to approach this. Uh, Max Verstappen, very bearish on Red Bull's chances uh, in Hungary. He was quoted earlier this week talking about how Ferrari has the so much downforce that they're faster when they slide back and forth than uh, Ferrari sector times and the Kirby sectors uh, actually in France were a little bit faster than the Red Bulls. If you were watching some of the practice and the qualifying, you could see Carlos and Charles, the cars were really sliding regularly in the corners. They showed a little bit uns some instability and obviously certainly did in the race as Charles Leclerc did eventually lose the rear and crashed into the wall. But Ferrari does have the better corner speed coming in. So uh, I don't know, maybe Max Verstappen is playing a little bit coy here and trying to temper expectations, but I don't think his observations are necessarily wrong. So where I would maybe look, I'm going to look at least first and foremost with Carlos Sainz to get a podium finish. I believe at DraftKings, it's about minus $1.40, as Mikhail advised, shop around for the best number. But Carlos, uh, I think the, these Ferraris are going to be very racy. There's a reason why you're seeing Charles as the favorite here, despite that disappointing performance and looking like you know, potentially threw away a chance at the championship. We still have nine more races to go in the season. So not quite over yet, but certainly Ferrari suffered a big blow. So Carlos Sainz is where I'm going at minus 140 in terms of a podium. Might even take a poke at the plus 550. And I think there's some six to one out there for a race winner. But I'm not so sure that Red Bull, you know, maybe aren't playing a little coy, like I was saying a little bit earlier, even though I do think that they are telling the truth that Ferrari a little bit more racy in terms of the sector times in the corner. So that is how I'm going to attack that, at least for now. Of course, we were talking about the fact Friday full practice, both practice sessions qualifying q1 q2 q3 and then sunday race morning so these prices are going to change uh we will go ahead and put that on our best bet sheet which you can get at vsin.com and that will do it for our preview of the hungarian grand prix at the hungaro ring we have a few weeks off the next race will be august 28th that'll be the belgian grand prix so 
you know, a rare month off really in terms of the schedule here with Formula One. We usually have a race either every two weeks or even in here in July, we've been having back to back. So we will join you again for the Belgian Grand Prix at the end of August. But in the meantime, keep it here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. You've been listening to Racing Lines. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts.